Welcome to Healthy Choices with your host, Ray Solano from Austin, Texas. We're ready for your calls right now. Call in toll-free at 877-956-9566. Now, here's your host, Ray Solano. Well, hello there. Welcome to Healthy Choices, Broadcasting XM, Broadcasting Live from Austin, Texas. I'm your host, Ray Solano, clinical pharmacist and board-certified clinical nutritionist, and we have a great show for you today. We're ready to answer your questions about your health and how you can make responsible choices that can change your life. And today's topic is men's health awareness. And believe me, the topics that we're talking about today can really save your life. I want to thank our sponsors for today's show, PD Labs or Prescription Dispensing Labs, a nationwide pharmacy dedicated to patented prescription medications for urology and podiatry. Check out their website, pdlabs.net, as we go through today's show. Again, we thank you uh, to our sponsors for our show. Our guests today are Dr. Paracottle and Dr. Brombot, the co-directors of the PER Clinic in Claremont, Florida. Our physicians are board-certified urologists and have published many books and numerous peer-reviewed publications on urology. Our phone number today is 877-956-9566. For any of your questions you may have today for our, for our esteemed physicians, and or you can just text us if you'd like at 512-219-0724. And again, our, our physicians today are experts in urology and especially probiotic excuse me robotics i'll get it out here fertility and particularly famous for their dedication for the drive for men's health they did over a 6000 mile journey to get the word out on men's health and awareness this is how dedicated this team of physicians are in urologists they really really truly want men to take care of themselves. That's why we're so excited about having them on our on our show today because spending five minutes with them, you will definitely understand the why it's important to get a relationship with your urologist just like women have a relationship with their OBGYNs. So let's go ahead and get Dr. Paracottle and Dr. Brombutt. Welcome to today's show. Thank you so much. How are you? Uh, oh, that's great. And we, Dr. Paracottle, we appreciate your your time today. And Dr. Brombot, we have you on as well. Yes. Hey, how are you? How's everyone? We got the we got the best of the best for today's show. Your your clinic is located in Claremont, Florida. P U R Clinic. Interesting name. Maybe you can tell us a little bit about your, your clinic and your dedication to why this is so important to you. So uh, Claremont is right outside Orlando. So we're right in between all the uh, theme parks. And actually from Claremont, you can actually see the Disney fireworks and some of you know the Epcot Globe. So we're not too far from Orlando and where all the hustle and bustle is. Uh, but PUR is actually just a play on words. It means personalized urology and robotics. And uh, me and Sijo, or Dr. P., Love um, kind of putting words together that, that, that start a conversation. And so we thought, hey, let's, let's get people with this P-U-R. And then, you know, you said per, and then you said pure. So it, it just it strikes the conversation, makes it a more memorable entity. But it's essentially a clinic that um, 
uh, uh, serves the community for general urology, things like erectile dysfunction, uh, kidney stones, and large prostate, even women with kidney stones. Uh, but our specialty is, as you mentioned earlier, is robotic um, and chronic, uh, for lack of a better phrase, ball pain um, and infertility. Yeah, we, we like to uh, we like to take care of uh, issues for guys that uh, things that guys don't like to talk about too much. Well, that's that's important. This is a sense. These are sensitive topics, but many times it's so important for you for us to get an appointment with our urologist and talk about these 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 very sometimes private conversations because many of them are symptoms of something that can be very serious. Correct. Absolutely. You know, I mean, I think um, when you look at, at guys in general, uh, I think we we just don't seem to take uh, as good care of ourselves, you know, compared to our female counterparts. And uh, when you look at you know across statistics, you know, uh, men seem to live, you know, have a you know shorter life expectancy than women. Uh, we tend to go see our doctors less often, and so. You know, when you look at it fundamentally, you know, why is it, you know, why is it that it's not cool to take care of ourselves? And yet, you know, when you look at things like, you know, taking care of our automobiles and following sports and things like that, uh, you know, obviously we, we, we seem to put a lot of emphasis on that. So our whole goal was how do we make uh, taking care of ourselves fun and interesting or at least provide some education so that, um, you know, we, we put a little more emphasis on that. You know, if you if you listen to, you know, in our pharmacy, when we talk to our, our patients, most of the times the things that they ask us questions on is things that the, that they see on television. And, you know, this is why we, we, we wanted to have you on the show is to really demystify what some of the truths are about men's health. It's not just one topic of erectile dysfunction. It is some other very important things, especially when it comes to uh, cancer, bladder, and this all this. And many people suffer from Peyronie's and some of these other disorders. It's really important to really have that conversation. Something more more educated than just what they see on TV, correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and one thing one thing people in the audience need to remember is that the gate your gateway to healthcare is always your primary care doctor. So it's important to have a urologist, but you know, not every guy needs a urologist, um, but, you know, your initial complaint, your initial concern should always go to your primary care doctor, and then they decide whether you need a referral, because a lot of the things um, can be, you know, taken care of, you know, by your primary care physician, um, and or sometimes the initial workup can be started, because sometimes it can take three to four months to see a urologist with the, uh, with the national shortage of urologists. So always, 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 if you have an issue, just talk to any doctor, whether it's in the ER, urgent care, primary care, or if you know, you know a urologist, or you can start the conversation with us here live on the radio, and, and please um, send in all your questions. But you bring up a great point, TV, and what people see on TV. Also, I want to take this moment and say what you see, what a lot of men see on porn as well. So, you know, people have this, like, inflated idea of how they should be performing sexually, or, you know, they may see something on TV about how, um, they're supposed to be peeing or, you know, how kidney stones form. It's our, our job to basically demystify a lot of those myths. And it can be hard because a lot of times they believe Dr. Google before they believe, you know, Dr. Brahma <laughs> or Dr. Terracotta. So. Isn't that the truth? I know. You know but, it, I mean, at least, at least it is good that we have Dr. Google out there because sometimes, you know, at least it 
stops the conversation and gets guys looking. So it's probably better that they start there at least. And so it may not be a bad thing. Well, we have a we have one of our callers here that'd like to join us. Uh, Ivan, let's go, go ahead. And Ivan, uh, welcome to Healthy Choices. Thank you, thank you for uh, for the opportunity. And I first of all wanted to congratulate you, both, all of all everyone in the panel, for such a great uh, initiative and, and the work that you guys do. And if you can kind of give us an idea as listeners out here. What can we do to help promote this? Uh, As you guys believe, I think it's important that creating awareness on every level in terms of men's health is is such an important issue. And I think the community could be a part of it. And how would you guys see or foresee uh, an individual or a regular Joe help this cause? Who wants to go first? The, the answer is very simple. We need a, a, a regular female to help us, to us, us regular Joes, because, you know, even though it's all about men's health, um, you know, women have done an amazing job about um, screening and prevention and awareness. And because a lot of us guys have this macho effect, um, we, we need your help, ladies. So if you're listening right now, please nudge the guy next to you or someone you may know, because we need that extra encouragement. And so when I, inspiring the community is going to involve us doing this together, as either as guys or as women or uh, as a whole community, men and women. And I think you know, it just starts with, and it starts with simple things, you know, like, you know, we always talk about eating healthy, staying fit, um, you know, prevention goes a long way. And so I always um, tell guys that, you know, it starts out with just simple things as talking to your primary care doctor about maybe even meeting up with a nutritionist, you know, losing weight. Uh, eating healthier, even before we start on the more you know, involved things of screening for prostate cancer or, you know, avoiding dysfunction, things like that. You know, there's just simple things we can do with the choices we make with our foods, with our activity levels. And so, um, you know, I, th- I think even this last year, you know, between Jamie and I, we, we, have, we do this drive for men's health every year to promote men's health. And what we realized over the last few years is that, you know, we ourselves had not done in see our own doctors. And over this last year, you know, we kind of took it upon ourselves to say, you know what, maybe we've got to walk the walk before we talk the talk. And so uh, between the two of us, we lost like over 80 or 90 pounds and just trying to eat healthier. And, you know, not not that obviously, you know, we may not become fitness models per se, but, but the whole idea is that I think great impact starts with small changes. And, and I think that's the one thing that we all seem to forget is that, um, sometimes, you know, to make that huge global impact starts out with small changes with individuals. And, and that, I think, is really what we're trying to push for here is that if we all take ownership individually over how we eat and how fit we are, I mean, we could have a tremendous global impact. Dr. And, and, Caritas- and, and, and the thing is, Sigil is just being humble because if you follow him on Instagram, you will see he is a fitness model now. <laughs> and he, he, he's at, at, at Drive for Men. Every morning I, I see this picture of him, and it motivates me because as, as I'm about to put my, you know, biscuit in my mouth, I'm like, oh, man, look at how he looks. So then I end up I eating that meal instead. So, so because of him, I'm making healthy decisions. So, <laughs> You know, one of the things we talked about earlier is some of the risk factors uh, for men because we're all about prevention. This is what our radio show uh, is about. 
and it's 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 so important that the three risk factors that you gave me earlier is weight, fitness, and also your sexual health. And the first one, weight, you realize it's it's so important for people to realize that over 32% of the men are obese. So, Dr. Yep. Cottle, maybe you can t- uh, tell us a little bit about what risk levels does obesity have for making it higher risk for uh, different chronic diseases that I mean, you see in your office? Every, I mean, basically every condition we deal with, right? I mean, cardiac disease, erectile dysfunction, um, all of these things are all tied into to weight and how we eat. And so... And, and what we have to realize is that, you know, the guidelines we go by are basically just, you know, derived on, you know, what the average body weight should be like. But what you have to realize is that, you know, we, we were actually designed, you know, in, in a true sense as humans, we probably were designed to be a little bit undernourished, and that's when we're optimal. And they've done these studies in, you know, monks and in Japan and stuff where, Certain people, or they have blue zones, certain communities where people live for a very extended period of time. And what seems to happen in, in these areas is that uh, people seem to eat moderately or, or even you know, a little bit less than they should. And, and uh, you know, that seems to be optimal. So, so, so our overweight situation or our weight uh, issues going on now are probably, you know, really significant because we probably... Um, you know, we have the luxury to have all the foods and things that we want uh, readily available. We don't have to walk to the store and things like that. So, so, so when I when I approach patients, I always tell them, you know, it's it's really really important that we try to lose weight, stay at our ideal body weights if possible, and um, and it it really prevents um, the need to take medications and things, you know, for hypertension, diabetes, and a number of the issues out there. And that all, those downstream effects, um, you know, really affect um, many of the men we see. So a lot of guys who come in for their, you know, they come in with a complaint that, you know, I've just had a little bit of erectile dysfunction and things are just not working as well as they used to. Sometimes that erectile dysfunction is the tip-off point that, you know, maybe maybe things are not going as well and uh, this patient might be the type of patient who's bound to have, develop hypertension or diabetes in the future. And so... Uh, that little symptom actually is like the tip of the iceberg, uh, you know, kind of leading us to a much bigger problem that's going on underneath. You know, also we mentioned, I mentioned, you mentioned to me earlier today, is even men in their 20s or 30s need to be aware of the, some of the risk factors that are dealing with urology. And you've told me that there's some activities and some things that we do in our early years that can really affect our fertility and also uh, uh, things that we probably wish we wouldn't have done later on, correct? Oh, absolutely, yeah. So, like, you know, young men, um, you know, are definitely in the highest category um, or like have a chance of, you know, to stick with cancer. So it's very important that uh, young guys, uh, you know, get used to doing a testicular self-exam because if you ever feel like a firm nodule inside the testicle, uh, that's not a good sign and maybe an indication of testicular uh, cancer. There's also young bodybuilders. You know, you, uh, a lot of guys out there watch these ads and stuff, and there's a you know tremendous pressure in our society to look good and you know uh, bodybuild and look fit and, and and take supplements. And there's a lot of these supplements out there that have androgenic-like properties that can actually cause infertility issues. And so, uh, so it's very important that 
you know, we have that relationship with a primary doctor or a urologist and have that communication so that uh, we don't fall into using some of these substances, you know, that, that could harm us. And also it makes a big deal with fertility. You know, this is, this is uh, we see this in our pharmacy all the time, that uh, men in their 30s or their 40s have very low sperm counts, having very difficult times with fertility. And this is something that uh, you see in your practice, and maybe you can give some tips for our listeners. And, and so, uh, Jamie and Dr. Bramba, you know, he specializes in a lot of uh, treatments for hypogonadic men, too. And I think, Jamie, you could, you could kind of chime in, too, about some of these supplements, right? Yeah, so the thing is that, um, you know, it's so easy to get some of these supplements now. I mean, I, I'm just amazed how people tell me that they go down to, you know, either Miami or they'll go... Uh, somewhere in Colorado or somewhere across the country and go get some kind of supplements or injections or they'll use their friend's testosterone. And that's dangerous, man. I mean, you should not do that because, you know, the short gains that you're trying to get at the gym or in terms of energy, uh, you're losing out in the end from the potential complications from these replacement therapies. So, you know, I see a lot of young guys that are, you know, look, look like fitness models and um, but when you check their sperm count, it's zero. And then initially a lot of them lie and say, oh, we're not taking anything, and then they kind of admit to it that, yes, I am taking something at the gym. And we already know that there's no way it's zero, uh, you know, unless there's something genetically wrong. But um, and it's just about being, being honest with yourself about what you're taking and what you're doing. Now, just like those supplements can be dangerous, the food you eat can be dangerous, processed foods, fast foods. You know, the more obese you are, the you know the less uh, likely that you're going to um, you know be able to produce or have healthy sperm. The, the healthy body equals healthy sperm. So you just have to be kind of be cognizant of what you're putting in your mouth. That's so important for our, our listeners. Our guests are Dr. Paracottle and Dr. Brombot, the co-directors of the POR Clinic in Claremont, Florida. We're talking about men's health awareness and how it's it's important to have a good understanding of a health checkups and know your urologist especially when you where prevention can save your life our phone number is 800-877-956-9566 and you can text us at 512-219-0724 if you're driving or you would like to uh, give us your questions for our uh, for our physicians today one other uh, point, gentlemen, that we, I think it's really is, is important for our, our listeners is that men really have to take ownership of their, of their health. I know you mentioned earlier that it's sometimes it's important when spouses give them that nudge and it's, it's leave it up to somebody else, but it's really important for, for people to be aware of themselves and aware of some of these risk factors and, to, you know, to show up to those appointments, right? No, absolutely. And, and I think, you know, earlier we had talked a little bit about, you know, you know, Dr. Bromba and I have been kind of talking about this in terms of you know, how, do, how do we inspire guys and, and make it cool and fun to to get checked out, you know, and then take our health seriously. And, uh, you know, we'd come up with this uh, drive for men's health where, you know, we, we basically take an electric Tesla and drive it cross-country and, um, you know, we'll start out because, you know, I, I got a Tesla a few years ago. And what was really cool is, you know, we'd go out for dinner and then 
whole group of guys would get around and say, oh, you know, what is this and what kind of car is it? And then start a conversation. And then, you know, they'd ask us, well, what do you guys do for a living? And, you know, we'd, we'd joke about it and talk about it. And before you know it, they'd be like, you know, I have this question about this issue. And, and what we found was that it, it just acted like a, a magnet to uh, kind of attract guys and then, and then also help kind of demystify issues so that we could kind of comfortably talk about things that maybe they wouldn't have asked about before. And so we decided, you know, what if we take this national and kind of go across country and you know, someday we'll hopefully even make this global. But the whole idea is, you know, it, it's funny how as guys, you know, sometimes we need a little draw to kind of make it a little more um, you know, uh, tolerable and then, and then, uh, or interesting. And then, and then, and we thought we could kind of combine that with some education to, uh, to provide some meaningful, you know, education to guys and stuff. And so, you know, our goal was, you know, as men, how do we start to talk about these difficult topics and, and make it more fun? That's great. Uh, we have, uh, Dr. Karen, I'm sorry, uh, Dr. Pericotto, I'm sorry to interrupt you. We have a caller. Alex uh, has a question that he'd like to answer, uh, ask you. Alex, go ahead. You're on Healthy Choices. Hi. Good afternoon, guys. Um, super fast question. I've had this for a while, and I've always been curious what might have caused it. I have seen my family doctor, but I've got some uh, discoloration in the skin or on the skin uh, in my scrotum area. And I'm kind of wondering what would cause that, and would it, would it be related to maybe uh, future signs of uh, some kind of prostate cancer or something? Um, again, it, it appeared quite a long time ago. It, was, it started on the, the right side, and then, you know, Probably a year or so after, there was another patch on the left side, and I questioned my doctor about it during a physical exam, and he said, it's nothing to worry about, but I just don't know why it would be there, you know. Uh, I don't really have any other issues that I could really say that are concerning me, um, but uh, I want to hear what you got to say, and I, I do have one other brief question, but I'll wait and let you answer that one. Well, let's take uh, the first one first, and if we can't answer, we'll uh, make sure we get to it after our break. Uh, uh, doctors, do you have a an answer for this gentleman? Yeah, so uh, there is there is no known um, link between uh, you know, prostate cancer and then skin discoloration, especially since you've had it and now it's it's in one spot, the other spot. Now, anything we say does not substitute what your doctor says. You know, he trumps us because we're just basically discussing the issue, not giving you clinical advice. But, you know, if, if you are still concerned, you can always see a dermatologist um, mm-hmm. and ask for a biopsy, or you can um, go to see a urologist, and they, you know, if your local urologist wants to do a biopsy, they can. You know, the discolorations that we worry about are, like, red areas. Hey, hey Alex, could you put your yeah. phone on mute? I'm sorry, there's a little bit of background noise. Could you mind? I'm, I'm driving a semi-truck, but I can do Oh, okay, okay, never mind. Uh-huh. I'm sorry, go ahead. That's great. Okay. I mean, I mean, so, so we worry about these... These, these discolored areas and also what we often forget is things like melanoma can be in the scrotal skin as well so if you are worried about it uh, you know I would second there's nothing wrong with second opinion there was a research study just this year that came out that patients that get second opinions get better care so if you are concerned you know no doctor is going to be upset if you go get a second opinion um, and you know it's probably it sounds like it's probably okay but if you are concerned about it 
then definitely going, taking the next step on your own is probably the best idea. Yeah, I think, you know that, I, think I like that as the idea. Maybe maybe doing a biopsy or, you know, seeing a dermatologist or urologist to see if they would do a biopsy of that area is probably the safest bet because it's unlikely that it's going to lead to any uh, urological malignancies per se, but but in case it's some type of uh, rare, you know, skin disorder, so you could rule that out. But generally speaking, it probably is unlikely to be anything too serious, you know. Well, Alex, uh, if you can hold on for after the break, we want to come back to you. It sounds like you have another question. You listen to Healthy Choices XM. We've got a great lineup of guests that we're talking, Dr. Pericottle and Dr. Brombutt, the co-directors of the PUR Clinic in Claremont. We'll be back afterwards uh, for more of your questions.
Let's talk about your healthy choices. We have room for you right now. Toll free at 877-956-9566. Well, welcome back to Healthy Choices XM, broadcasting live from Austin, Texas. I'm your host, Ray Solano, clinical pharmacist and board-certified clinical nutritionist. And we've got a, a very interesting show today talking about men's health awareness. And we have two esteemed uh, physicians, u- urologists, board-certified urologists from Florida, Dr. Pericottle and Dr. Brombot, the co-directors of the PUR Clinic in Claremont, Florida, that we're talking about men's health awareness and how this topic can really save your life. The first half of our show, we talked about, yes, this is a very sensitive topic, and it's important for you to know who your urologist, because you can have these open conversations, like we have Alex on hold right now that's talking about some sensitive topics that it is so important because it may lead to symptoms of something that could be much more serious. And we also talked about how men in their 20s and 30s have to also be aware that some of these supplements and some of their practices could hurt their fertility and also can cause them some risks uh, for getting some uh, uh, supplements that may be dangerous to their health. And we realize this is important because men are 24% less likely than women to go to the doctor. And this is this is something that a lot of these conditions that we talked about are very preventable, especially if we catch them very early. So sometimes this is a case where going to the doctor for is something that is can be very life-saving. Doctors, welcome back to the show. Let's, let's Alex, I believe we have Alex still on. I believe yep. that Alex had a had another question for our panel. Alex, could you go ahead and uh, give us your, your question? Welcome back to Healthy Choices. Yep. Okay, other than supplements, what are the foods that you would recommend consuming that help keep things in checks and balances? And that would also be including, uh, you know, um, <laughs> you know, I'm 50 years old, and a lot of people would think it's a little silly, but, um, you know, just making sure everything is is completely healthy and up to levels that you would have when you were younger. Who wants to go okay. first? Yeah, Jamin, you want to start? Hello? Uh, I guess I'll, I'll go ahead. So I think... In general, um, I think uh, nowadays there is um, there seems to be some evidence that um, you know we probably eat uh, a lot of sugars and carbohydrates that we probably shouldn't. So you know, generally speaking, what I usually recommend is, um, and it's difficult to to figure out you know what's in different foods we eat. So I usually recommend you know patients use things like you know my fitness or pal or you know there's a lot of these apps that you can track your calories and it kind of assesses the foods that you're eating. And what we generally recommend is uh, try to, you know, it's kind of a character style of eating, so try to take more of the calories in the morning, you know, have a bigger breakfast. Uh, to start off the day, you know, you can have a decent lunch. And then as the day goes on, you know, take, you know, multiple small meals, but then by the time you get to dinner and stuff, try to have a, a you know, moderate to small size dinner. And, you know, it seems like, you know, most of us, you know, we're so busy during the day, but you tend to, to basically load up all your calories in the evening. You know, we don't have time to grab a great breakfast. We get a really quick breakfast, do something, whatever we can grab. 
you know, lunch is something quick too. And then usually what ends up happening is we come home, haven't eaten all day, and then we have a huge meal and then go to bed. And and that usually tends to be the worst way to, to uh, you know, take in nutrition because uh, we're really not burning it off. And so I try to tell patients to try to, you know, take the bulk of the calories in the mornings uh, and lunch. And, and then in terms of the type of foods, uh, you want to, you know, proportion in such a way that uh, you do carbs, um, you know, but... And then as the day goes on, try to reduce the amount of carbohydrates you're taking and then and then increase your proteins. And so, you know, the problem is when you're, I'm sure, when you're on the road and you're driving stuff, a lot of the stuff that we buy off from the stores and stuff, the processed foods, tend to be very high in sugar, carbs, and, and low in protein. And so it's, it's the exact opposite of what we probably need. But nowadays, if you look around, there's more of these protein drinks that you can take, um, you know, when you're eating. Uh, try to try to be cognizant of, of the amount of proteins and carbs and the amount of sugars you're taking. And I always tell patients if you can reduce the amount of sugars that we're intaking, uh, that probably is the most important thing. Well, it sounds like you also drove across the country 6,000 miles, so you know what Alex is going through to try to get some decent food. Uh, we we tell so, all of so our hard. it's so hard. We tell everybody that bring a cooler. Stack, stack it up with good foods that are not processed, uh, things that will keep along the road. It, it, uh, doctors, is that what you did during your, your road trip? Well, we did. Well, we, you know actually, I mean? yeah, okay. we actually had um, Anytime Fitness um, and some of the, the companies they work with actually package us meals and protein shakes and protein bars and bananas and fruits. And um, our entire team uh, was committed to making sure we didn't eat um, too unhealthy. I mean, obviously, when we were in all the cities, we still uh, tried out some of the local delicacies, but we balanced our, our meals. So we, we track everything that we eat. So you can still enjoy the, the, the good foods in life. just have to have a fine balance. So, yes, on the drive, we try to eat as healthy as we can. Sometimes we did sneak in a cinnamon here or there. So just well, being honest with <laughs> It doesn't have to be boring. It just has to be good. Uh, Alex, did that uh, help you a little bit? Yeah, that's great. You know, I eat a lot of fish, a lot of salmon. I eat a lot of vegetables. I do my best to stay away from, you know, uh, the quick, fast food stuff. And if it is quick, I do my best to make it something really healthy. But, hey, I appreciate you guys being there. And uh, thank you for, you know, giving the time to answer these questions. Well, Alex, Thank next you time you're down in uh, Florida, you got to stop in and uh, see our our our, our guest. Absolutely, absolutely. Yep. Come by Claremont. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you All for right, uh, listening. Night. Yep. Bye-bye. You you're listening to Healthy Choices XM, talking about men's health and how it's important for for you to get a relationship with your uh, urologist, just like your your wife. Or, or women have a relationship with their OBGYN because some of these questions and some of these these topics may be sensitive, but it's it's not something that you have ever heard from before, right, doctors? Absolutely, absolutely. You know, now we also, you know, the the topic that when we see a urologist, well, I'm here in Austin, Texas, they. They ask us lots of uh, things, what we what we recommend and what we do for erectile dysfunction. But erectile dysfunction is a, is I'm sure it's a, is a topic that comes up with you. But many times it's a risk factor 
for cardiovascular disease that's not publicized on television. Maybe you can comment and educate some of our listeners as to why this is a symptom to possibly a bigger problem. So it, it, it definitely is because if you think about the the male penis, it has some of these smallest blood vessels um, in your body. If you think about the nerves down into your penis, it has some of the smallest nerves as well. So things such as diabetes, um, high blood pressure, cardiovascular disease, um, those all can present down in the penis. Um, and, you know, whenever I see a guy that's in the 40s, 50s, has no other medical problems, I always send them to a cardiologist um, or the medical provider for a workup. And, you know, I may send 10 guys and maybe they'll find something in one or two, but, you know, I could I potentially save that one or two guys' lives. So I think it's worth doing that extra screening uh, before you just jump and give that prescription. Yeah, a lot of times that, that erectile dysfunction, those issues start as an indicator of future problems or, or bigger problems elsewhere. That's a good point. You know, we have to probably get uh, our uh, television ads to put that disclaimer at the end of the commercial. I, I think uh, we'll, we'll be a long time before we see that one. Uh, one of the, uh, let me just change the topics for just a, a second. One of the things that you are famous for is robotics. I understand that your, your clinic has some of the most advanced equipment and the most sensitive that is uh, is in this in this country. Maybe you can spend a few minutes educating uh, our listeners on what robotics are and how that is really kind of it's changed the uh, course of uh, surgeries for urology, right? Absolutely. You know, I mean, um, you know, I always tell uh, the patients that it's uh, it's still just a tool, and um, you know, to make sure that it, it still comes down to the you know the surgeon or the person behind the robot, but. Um, you know, robots probably a little bit of a misnomer. Uh, nowadays, um, you know, we're talking about you know, using the Da Vinci uh, robotic system. It's really like a telesurgical system, so it's kind of uh, conveying the movements that we make on these little joysticks that we use when we're doing surgery. But what it does do is it makes, uh, it gives you some stability, you know, eliminates tremor. There's definitely some advantages from that standpoint. And I think it, you know, allows us to do some things that, um, you know, we might not have uh, done as easily before. So it allows us to do some, you know, very unique type of reconstructions and uh, allows us to kind of push the envelope. Um, I think you can see that it's used extensively now for, you know, prostate removal, for kidney surgeries. Uh, we, we do some innovative work with microsurgery as well uh, using the robot. Uh, but, um, you know, technology is, is great, and, and I think it's definitely the future and uh, you know, what we're hoping is at the end of the day that we keep using adjunctive technologies, hopefully to, to better outcomes, you know, for patients. You know, one of the, the tools that you use this equipment for is for is kidney stones. And there was an article that was just published by the Atlantic Magazine talking about one out of 10 people deal with kidney stones. It's maybe the, for one of the reasons many people visit their urologist. There's an article just saying that riding roller coasters may help you pass a kidney stone. This is yeah. uh, from Dr. Wattinger uh, yeah. at Michigan State University. Uh, it's kind of a lighthearted uh, topic, but I wanted to ask that question to you. Yeah, I think, Jamin, did you see that article recently? Or? Oh, yeah, so so it was really cool. I was looking at the, um, 
you know, I, I was re- reading this article recently about, uh, I think I think it was a study that they performed. They went to Disney and uh, rode several rides, and they found a specific, I think it was like Thunder Mountain or something that, uh, especially if you sit at the back of the road. It is. It <laughs> uh, is Big I Thunder think, Mountain, yeah. right. Yes, yes, I remember, and, and they, they, I think they, they took a model that mimicked uh, kidneys with tubes going down the bladder, and they put stones in different locations, and they found that riding Thunder Man, I guess, uh, you know, especially if you're in the back of the roller coaster, seemed to pass the greatest number of stones. And uh, but they did mention that you know they haven't necessarily heard that people uh, have made that kind of claim, but uh, it is it is really kind of intriguing, you know, to know that. I guess that kind of vibration and movement, uh, you know, might help with passing kidney stones. Now, you know, in general, kidney stones, we think, uh, form um, due to, you know, secretion of certain elements that, you know, certain patients form these um, uh, specific stones. And some of the general guidelines that we give patients are that it's really important to drink lots of fluids, you know, 10 to 12 glasses of water a day. A little bit of lemonade might help because lemonade has citrate in it. It's a stone inhibitor. So... Uh, but for patients who really form a lot of stones all the time, what we usually recommend is doing like a formal metabolic workup where we can try and figure out if they're secreting certain elements in very high levels. And and if they are, there are some medications that we can put them on to, to minimize, you know, their chance of stone formation. But I, I did come across that article, and I thought it was really, really interesting. And, uh, you know, it, would, it, would, uh, no, it, it is. It is it, 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 it's actually a pretty cool article. And what it does is it raises awareness about kidney stones. But if you look at the actual science behind it, it's very hard to mimic um, that in an everyday scenario. So sometimes it's cheaper just to go see a urologist and fly down to Disney and get a four-day pass and wait an hour for Thunder Mountain. But the reality is nothing substitutes medical care. Nothing substitutes going to see your physician and making sure that nothing else is being missed. Uh, Because all, all these things sound fine and great, but the reality is, you know, when it comes to stones, we have to look at your overall picture, your kidney function. Are you having fevers? How bad is the swelling? You know, what kind of stones have you had in the past? There's so many factors that go into it. And this is, this is a cute study, and I think the only thing it really does is raises awareness, um, and which is good. You know, awareness is good about kidney stones. Usually kidney stones don't get as much media attention uh, than all the <laughs> other uh, things do. So this is good for us uh, as kidney stone specialists. So I guess you're not going to write a prescription, go to Disneyland, go to the Big Thunder Mountain for your kidney <laughs> stones, right? No, that, no, not darn, no, that'd not be pretty yet. good. Maybe down the road, but but not yet, not as of today. <laughs> now, most kidney stones are calcium deposits. Is a higher diet of magnesium or magnesium uh, supplements is that warranted in your opinion? So you bring up an. Oh, sorry, go ahead, Sigil. No, go ahead, Jim. No, no, Sigil's setting for his boards right now. So he <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, th- I think I think it's, it's like everything in life, right? Moderation is the best because um, I think uh, too much of um, anything might not be good. But but I think magnesium does help. Citrate also helps. Um, you know, lower sodium intake. Um, uh, these are some general guidelines, but. Um, the problem with certain people who form a lot of kidney stones is that they've, they've got some type of abnormality, in the metabolic abnormality that creates uh, problems in terms of secretion. So, right now, you know, so, so general broad spectrum kind of recommendations would be tough. You know, probably the best thing is just drink lots of fluids, take a bit of lemonade here and there. But, 
But people who form a lot of stones, we probably need to do a metabolic workup to try and figure out why it is that they're specifically forming these stones. Well, that's that sounds uh, good, good advice. Now, sometimes people just do too much uh, exactly, of, yeah. of one thing in balance, and many times they are very acidic. And so exactly, we tell yeah. people to get their pH very simple with the pH strips to yeah. be able to make make sure they're more alkaline, and that makes makes life so much easier. Uh, but also, I, I want to make sure, be, uh, as we wind up our show, you tell us the, your website for your drive. That's driveformenshealth.com. Drive, drive is for that correct? Yep, driveformenshealth.com, and it's every year in June. It's uh, usually the second week of June, and uh, you know we'd love people to come out and support us. And uh, this year, uh, we should be heading through some of the southern cities. I think we're leaving Orlando, going to. New Orleans, Houston, Vegas, and then L.A. And, um, you know, we'd love people to just follow us online. And, uh, you know, uh, also, you know, feel free to contact us through our website. It's uh, pureclinic.com without any, just P-U-R-clinic.com. But the most important thing is, you know, for guys is that what we're really hoping to achieve is if guys can just step up to the plate and go in and see their doctor, make a call, call any doctor they know, just to talk about these issues, it's um, you know prevention is so important and makes such a big difference uh, downstream. I, I encourage people to check out your your website because it sounds like the staff that you have at your clinic seems to be handpicked and they might be very sensitive to all the types of questions that may come up for men or women. Correct? No, absolutely, absolutely, and. It's always, um, you know, we try to make access easier. You know, there's mechanisms to send emails. We do phone and Skype consultations as well. Because uh, sometimes, you know, you, know, you want that privacy and uh, I don't want to talk about some of these things publicly. And so, um, you know, we, we really try to cater to uh, to guys. You know, a lot of the guys that come see us, they, they don't really want to be there. And so, it's, uh, you know, we understand. It, 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 it's not a fun thing. And so... Uh, we try to make it as comfortable as possible for for guys to uh, you know discuss these sensitive issues. So I, I'm looking at your website. I see the car that you have, your Tesla, that has uh, your your uh, drive for men's health, and there's a big RV that follows along with it. Is that right? Yes, yes. This year, this year we had an RV that you know with a wrap and everything. So you know, each year we seem to be growing a bit bigger, and uh, you know we're always looking for new ideas and ways we could. Uh, uh, get more exposure. Well, that just sounds like very exciting, and it's live. I guess you you stream some some of it live. Maybe we can do a radio show. Have you call into the radio show when you do the next one? How about that? No, absolutely, absolutely. And Dr. Brombat is you know he's an expert in social media, and so we we follow his key, man. He's the lead. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it, it, it's 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 getting these guys' attention where they are. I mean, uh, the average American spends two hours a day on social media. 10 hours a day in front of a screen of a computer or their phone. So this is where the eyes are. And, you know, as much as we can post on social media, you know, we're raising awareness. We've helped our entire crew is healthy. Our staff has become healthy. Our families, it's like infectious. Health is infectious. And we have hundreds of men and even their wives come to us or send us messages after our drive saying, you know, that funny thing you did or that thing you talked about on the drive or that karaoke you did at midnight really inspired, you know, a guy in my life to get healthier. So that makes it all worth it. I mean, it's not easy driving 6,000 miles over 10 days 
and being away from your family, but we do it because, you know, all of us are here um, for a greater good. And that good for me and Dr. Pericotl is to get as many guys as we can to get healthier because the statistics are against men. You know, five, men live five years less than their female counterparts. Men are likely to die of nine out of the top ten causes of death. Men are more likely to commit suicide, drink alcohol, have mental health illnesses. We, we, we suck. We suck at our health, and we need to do something. And, w- and whether it's an electric car that drives around the country to social media to you know shaking hands with us in our clinic, whatever it is, we are going to spend every moment to get guys excited about their health. You know, in our in our closing moments before we, we leave the show, I wanted to, I I feel uh, exactly the same as you do about the awareness for for what you eat and also to get your weight down into control because men just think it's okay to carry an extra 50 pounds. Do you have any tips for our listeners that as we get into football season, it starts on Friday night and it doesn't end to Monday night, and it seems to be a an environment for unhealthy activities, for tremendous amounts of alcohol and bad processed foods. Do you have any tips for our, our listeners how to get through from now until the next three months? Uh, don't eat that stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's so it's so hard. I mean, I think I think Jamin and I struggle with this, right? I mean, so, so what what do we do, Jamin? I mean, I guess the thing try is, to, it, try it, to, it's yeah. okay. To, it's okay to watch a football game with your friends and 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 you know eat those nachos or. It's fine as long as you make sure that you're working out. Actually, a study just came out this week that said exercise and count, exercise can counteract the health and the the um, the health side effects of alcohol. So if you drink and you exercise, I'm not I'm not advocating drinking at all here. But if you drink, but then you exercise and burn off those calories um, and become smarter in the way you're working out, then then it's okay. You're going to kind of counteract all the things. So it's okay to go out with your friends and enjoy, but you know, football game is three three hours, so you can easily do some push-ups and jumping jacks. And at the same time, yeah, if you eat something unhealthy, then then run it off later. You know, look at those athletes. Look at those, how look at how healthy those athletes are. The epitome of men's health, right there. Right. And, that's and, right. And, and why can't you be like that? And well, we'll think, have uh, to. You know, using yeah, using some of these apps to calorie count things like that, they help because then you know, you could you could have a bad meal or two and just make up for it somehow. And and so I think. I think it's like everything in life, right? It's balanced. So, so if you do that, then you got to pay for it somewhere else. And so I think that's the key. Well, we, we, we're going to be wrapping up here shortly. And I think we, we've given your website out. If you could just give us one more time so that our listeners that are, that are driving may, may be able to uh, call you and be able to get a consultation. Absolutely. So our clinic website is Pure Clinic, so without the E, P-U-R, clinic.com. And then uh, feel free to follow us for the Drive for Men's Health as well. It's driveformenshealth.com, and uh, we'd, be, we'd be glad to answer any questions. Or you can go to myballshurt.com. That's us as well. So. <laughs> That's probably easy to remember for the people driving. Absolutely. Right? absolutely. We, we own a number of uh, unique domain names. <laughs> or, or scratchyballs.com. We own that one. <laughs> well, you know, I'm glad that we had this uh, had you on a show today to make fun and have uh, our listeners, especially our male listeners that are driving somewhere, do this is yeah you can have fun with this this is an important uh, topic and and we appreciate 
appreciate your humor and be able to reach out to all of the all the men out there. And we look forward to having you back on the show again. And we're going to probably, maybe we can get a, a simulcast of uh, when you're driving in the car and post it on our website. Well, that'd be, that'd be a lot of fun. Well, thanks again. for uh, This is Ray Solano from Healthy Choices XM. Next week, we're going to have Dr. Lane Sebring on our show talking more about the ketogenic diet. And that'll be very nice with our, our, our dovetail to what our guests are talking about today. Check us out next week on our HealthyChoicesXM.com. And as always, you can text me your questions after the show, 512-219-0724. Doctors, thanks again for being on the show, and we really appreciate all the work that you do for all of us. Okay, thanks a lot. We'll see you next week.